Welcome to Wednesday, the 26th day of July, 2023. Your day weather podcast being brought to you by Cowboy State Daily. Check them out at CowboyStateDaily.com. Well, heat and thunder is the best way to describe what most of you will be experiencing in the coming days. Temperatures are going to really not budge. There'll be some variations day in and day out, but we're pretty much going to spend most of our days in this region in the 80s and the 90s, nights, 50s and 60s, high mountain valleys down into the 40s. And during the heat of the day, we're going to see monsoonal moisture bring us afternoon and evening showers and thunderstorms. And over the next few days, the thunderstorms are going to really want to get started near the mountains and near the divide where the lift of the mountains, along with that daytime heating, kind of nudges those thunderstorms up a little bit. As plumes of this deeper monsoonal moisture flow comes through, you're going to have days of more thunderstorms than others. But we do kind of see an uptick starting today in the afternoon and evening thunderstorm pattern that will carry forward into the weekend. And as we showed you yesterday, deeper, thicker monsoonal moisture as high pressure shifts to the east is going to allow that deeper moisture to move into the region. And historically, as we'll show you later in the podcast, late July, August into September, is when this monsoonal moisture can sometimes cause problems for too much rain. Now I'm going to show you a couple of maps that you may not believe, but this is measured observed data. And the reason I say you may not believe it is because the perception is, if you are listening or reading or watching the news, that the entire country is under a massive heat wave. Well, that's really not true. If you look at the observed data, this is for the month of July since July 1st. So this goes through yesterday. What this shows is where the cooler areas are, the average areas are, and where it's warmest relative to average. So for the month of July so far, undoubtedly, it has been hot relative to the 30-year average right here. From Mexico through the desert southwest, through Phoenix, through Las Vegas, up into the Pacific Northwest. Indeed, it's been hot, but a large part of the country, flyover country mostly, it has been colder than average for the month of July so far. A lot of real estate there from central Canada into the central United States, along with the East Coast, white means temperatures are about at that 30-year average. So yes, there are some warm areas but there's also some very large areas that are the opposite when it comes to temperatures so far during the month of July. And interestingly enough, let's go back to January 1st to yesterday. January 1st to yesterday looks like this. So even with the heat wave in Arizona and Las Vegas and parts of the West, if you were to distract temperatures since January 1st, all the days it's still coming out below the 30 year average. So Sometimes what uh, is reported and heard on needs to be put in better historical, even short-term historical perspectives. The satellite imagery this morning is showing a plume of moisture again. This looks just like what we showed you yesterday for the most part. We do see that the, the plume of monsoonal moisture, the air is a little bit more moist and deeper coming into the central Rockies today. And last night, we had those nocturnal showers and thunderstorms a little bit further east across Minnesota, heading towards Iowa. And then you can see dissipating activity here in the Great Basin. And this activity here dissipating is an indication of what's going to come around. 
the area of high pressure ridge later today and into this evening. And there it is, that high pressure ridge firmly settled, oh, just right over central New Mexico there. And it's going to be there for a bit. And the monsoonal moisture plume that we said is a little deeper, here it is. This is by 6 p.m. this evening. There's a lot more green here going across from Nevada to Utah into Wyoming and Colorado, then out into the plains. So this is the area that is going to be most active with thunderstorm development today. And here it is. This is by 6 p.m. this evening. You can see that the thunderstorms are going to be kind of right underneath where that deeper moisture plume is going to be. So there's going to be more thunderstorm activity developing today. And this is tomorrow. Today, tomorrow, in the same areas, but expanding a little bit more to the north into Montana. And you can see that active weather down into Arizona, parts of New Mexico, and then a little bit further east with these. These are going to be your later evening nocturnal thunderstorms developing Thursday into Thursday night there. Then this is for Friday. You can see that moisture is still there, maybe shifting a little bit more to the east. But this is where the weather each day for the next several days, day in and day out, is going to be about the same. Saturday morning, the high shifts a little bit to the northwest before it starts its track to the east. So this will bring in a little bit more in the way of heat into the region a little bit further more off to the north. And this is what's going to bring thunderstorms to the front range on Saturday. So front range of Montana to the front range of New Mexico, curving back into southern Arizona, then out into the plains. Pretty active afternoon and evening thunderstorms in that monsoonal moisture plume. This is for Sunday. So it's going to be kind of busy, especially along and east of the divide as we get into Saturday and as we get a Sunday there. Maybe not as much in western Wyoming, eastern Idaho, and Utah. Drier air starts to push in during that time frame. Then, as we showed you yesterday, by the middle of next week, the high really gets a nudge east. Going into Oklahoma there, opening this door right here to a free flow of deeper subtropical air that will be coming up from the southwest and from the southeast even. If you look at the trajectory of the air, it's actually some of it is also getting pulled out of the Gulf and then curving around the high in that ring of fire. So the deeper moisture, there it is still, on the precipitable water forecast by the middle of next week. So right as we get to the last days of July into the first several days of August, that is why we're going to be looking at deeper moisture, better chances of better rain-producing thunderstorms coming into the region. Look at this. This is the thunderstorm and lightning forecast by that same time frame, right around the first, second, third of August pretty widespread shower and thunderstorm activity. And these will be productive thunderstorms, meaning they're going to be good rain producers. And at times they could produce next week, could have some potential for heavy rainfall. And talking about historical perspective, I do this all the time in this time of year. As we get to late July and early August, I always remind people that this is the time of year where the central Rockies are susceptible to late July and early August. And sometimes if for those of you who remember 2013 in Colorado, sometimes these monsoonal moisture plumes can go as deep into, they can go into September, but it's usually late July, August, sometimes September, where the deeper monsoonal moisture plumes can cause these very, very heavy rain producing thunderstorms. And if you look back, you see a pattern here, don't you? The Fort Collins flood of late July, the Big Thompson Flood of late July, the Cheyenne Flood, August 1st, 
historic uh, older floods into Colorado going back into early and late August, and then those 2013 floods that happened in the Big Thompson Estes Park area. I'm not saying we're going to have a flood this summer. I'm saying that the tendency for very heavy rain-producing thunderstorms tends to occur right about this time of year, and you always got to be careful. This is especially true if you're someone who camps, likes to camp next to a creek, river, or stream. When we get into this time of year with these slow-moving thunderstorms, the risk of flash flooding is a lot higher. And you can see this in the precipitation forecast over the next 10 days, that there could have that potential for some very heavy rain-producing thunderstorms underneath that monsoonal moisture. Have yourself a very good Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow.